0: let's go to the all-important question what is the greatest Super Bowl performance you've ever seen
1: well clearly it's anything Eli Manning's ever done I don't I, think that's, I
0: don't think, I that think that's has nothing to... less of an answer from you sure and
1: right. the helmet the helmet catch was just rated best play <laughs> in Super Bowl history I, and there's been 55 of these things so that's saying something
0: I I I think it speaks to the volume of just how important that was, and that you mentioned the words helmet catch, and I I know what you're talking about. There you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Although uh, David Although David Tyree does hate gays, so it's very it's, <laughs> it's very hard for us to to justify. Yeah, but it was a really good catch, even though uh, oh shit, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's that that part of that part of rooting for professional sports. I, I guess it's like put it against the helmet and not against the crotch. There you go. Right here. Yeah. Like,
1: Take this. Yeah. <laughs>
0: You know, I, 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 I I guess this is where uh, my my knowledge of it ends. That I I could have sworn it was Plaxico Burris that did the helmet catch instead. No,
1: Plaxico had the touchdown the okay. next play or the next two plays after that.
0: And Plaxico um, Burris was the one who did the. Gun in the sweatpants. What are you
1: talking? What are you talking? That never happened. Next question. (laughs) Next question, please. What are you talking about? It's not like he ruined our season. What are you talking about? Next.
0: David Tyree, of course, very much against gun in the sweatpants anytime.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Plax was, uh, he was so good that year. But yeah, that was, was, uh, he caught the touchdown right after that.
0: Yeah. And so, uh, so my argument is uh, helmet catch. Yeah. Iconic. Of course. Everybody knows it, even me. Not the, I, I, perform- not the greatest performance in Super Bowl history. Performance. Really,
1: not, um, even close. not even. Close. Yeah, who's? <laughs> oh, I don't. What are you gonna say?
0: The greatest performance, of course, Prince at the 2007
1: <laughs> show. We watched that together, didn't we?
0: Uh wait, wait, wait. which one? 2001, 2007. We watched uh, what we watched together was uh, Justin Timberlake's really doing awkward- Prince. An unrequested tribute to Prince in Look, the Minnesota halftime show. It
1: was a tribute. He wasn't against Prince. I know right. you got very offended and upset with that. Well, guy. I think you left. I think you left the room <laughs> because
0: the state specifically said, "Please don't do this. Just do <laughs> your thing." And well, it, you it, know, yeah, his thing, his
1: his thing is kind of Prince. He took a lot of stuff from Prince yeah. in a good in a good way, you know. <laughs> well, um,
0: any black performer, yeah, still, yeah. It. I
1: just I watched the the. 2007 helmet catch super bowl um maybe like 6 7 months ago it was it was on on NFL network and i watched it um I'm, I'm like you know hitting my wife like not hitting it, but just like hey look look Whoa, look that's what it come right to eat this. <laughs> you know like a real footballer. um <laughs> i'm just I'm like look 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 and I, I was getting chills watching it again like i've seen it a bunch of times since but i watched that whole fourth quarter and it's like dude they were down and then up and then down and with no time left and like i i watching it again i'm, I'm still like I don't know if they're going to win this time. Like, I, they, there's no way they pull this out. Like, and it was just, plaques was wide open, man. It was beautiful.
0: I, I, I totally get that in a very me way because like all you need to say to me is going to be a tough play, Bryant. And I know <laughs> immediately what comes next. And yeah. like, you cannot stop the giant smile spreading across my face. <laughs> and yeah, I, I rewatch a 2016 World Series game seven whenever I need to pick me up in the off season. There you go. And it is like, even knowing what's going to happen at the mm-hmm. end by especially by the game time home run. Like I am emotionally exhausted.
1: I know. It really dude that, that that Super Bowl really is nuts. That final it's like three minutes. That final three minutes is absurd of what happened. How many lead, There was three lead changes, I think. Just in a Super Bowl itself, people who were actually betting money probably had a heart attack. <laughs> and then just everything the scores, the 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 helmet everything, it was just so crazy. And then Eli escaping eight guys like trying to tackle him at once. And he just hurls it out of nowhere. Oh,
0: it's and that was the Patriots' wannabe perfect season, wasn't
1: yeah. it? So, uh-huh.
0: Wow, uh-huh. which is just like the cherry on top of all it's that. So, it's
1: so great. Yeah, they're yeah. still so bitter about it, which I love. <laughs> they're, well, they like, hate it so much. Like, my cousin is a huge Tom and Patriots fan. Like, he'll still send me gifts of Tom with six rings. And I'm like, could have been eight. Could have
0: been eight, <laughs> but it's not.
1: <laughs> you know, Eli's got two no good ones. either
0: pinky toe, so there you yeah, go. yeah. Well, it's New England. If they don't have bitterness, the entire region just disappears.
1: I mean, you guys have won enough. Jesus, I mean, come on.
0: You think? Yeah, think.
1: Let us have something. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. Let us uh, jump off that into the show open, and we'll pick up right where we left off with that topic, because that's where I wanted to, to jump into the current Super Bowl. This is the Three Strikes You're Out podcast, part of the Outsports podcast network, the Outsports baseball podcast, episode number 61, the Liban Hernandez episode of Three Strikes You're Out. My name is Ken Schultz, contributing writer to Outsports baseball prospectus and stand-up comedian with some hope for eventual stand-up comedy again, which is a pleasant change of pace the other voice you're hearing is here not to talk baseball because it is that one week of the year where we acknowledge (laughs) yeah there's another sport going on uh you remember friend of the pod from last year and host of the playable characters podcast brian mcginnis you
1: remember you remember me everybody yay (laughs) yes i'm I'm
0: quoting jewel at you you'll remember me and i'll remember you I love you were Jewel. meant for me. Oh shit, I fucked it up. You were already. meant for
1: me. Yeah. My yeah. girlfriend in high school loved Jewel. I got her that Jewel poetry CD. <laughs>
0: and she's I like, don't...
1: I love it. I'm like, it's I didn't know it was poetry. I'm like, yeah, Jewel looks hot on the cover. That's why I got it for you. <laughs> <I think.
0: laughs> Did you ever see the Conan O'Brien? I don't know if it was a sketch or if it was a guest bits where he brought up Stone Cold Steve Austin to read from Jewel's book of homes.
1: <laughs> no, I haven't. Oh, I probably have, but I've I think like I've seen every Conan thing. But yeah, that sounds was... that sounds awesome.
0: One of my favorite moments from like my college years of watching Conan where Like, Austin starts into one of her, you know, overwrought emotional poems, and there's, like, one titter of laughter in the crowd, and then he just looks and points threateningly, and, like, the entire crowd goes apeshit. I'm going to look that up. That's great. (laughs) Uh, But before we jump into the Super Bowl preview for this year, Brian, uh, you've got a very special episode of playable characters coming up
1: hold on more jewel talk please
0: yes no, I'm just, right. I'm just <laughs> and these foolish games which are not like the games you'll be discussing on playable characters anniversary episode how about that for professional segment? Yeah,
1: perfect yeah our episode 200 will be out this monday the 8th so post super bowl as you're sitting there in your fat hot wing uh coma <laughs> you can listen to our fun 200th mega episode we've had a lot of return guests come back on maybe even the rapping nintendo kid
0: oh my god wow that's got to be incredibly awkward and it uh, was ridiculous yeah so
1: i interviewed video game characters on the show you've done it a couple times you've been amazing each time and uh it's a really fun episode
0: yeah it is always a joy to do (laughs) and it it gets me back into well as anyone who listens to my pod on like an even semi-regular basis knows Random obscure '80s references, like yes. wrapping Nintendo Kid.
1: You're the so, master at those. Right up my alley. Got to be master
0: <laughs> of something. And, uh, wish I could get eighty thousand dollars a year on Cameo for it, but uh, inside joke. Uh, so let's jump into this year's big game. And uh, yes,
1: Knicks versus Bulls tonight.
0: Yes, yes, <laughs> the rematch of 1993. Uh, yeah. So this year the matchup is Maga Hat QB against the Tomahawk Chop. Who you got?
1: Oh my goodness! <laughs> well, you put it that way. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to mute mute myself for the rest of this podcast.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah, so, loathsome to start off.
1: Uh, definitely Tom Brady. Hundred percent. Yeah, Mahomes. It's not his fault. He didn't think of the Chiefs. Uh, you know, <laughs> he's great. Um, but Brady is just so hateable. I think. But he's. I think. There's there there's a guy where I feel like there's a, it's an undisputed. Besides Jordan, he's like the undisputed. Like there's not it's not even close. I think as far as QBs that have been better than him, like nobody has.
0: And, uh, and that's what I was thinking about going into like this year's storyline is that before the season, it felt like it was almost set up for people to like almost pre-write their Tom Brady with the Buccaneers is your Jordan with the Wizards or Willie Mays with the Mets, uh, your know, 2021 version of that.
1: Did Willie and Mays? He, did Willie Mays win with the Mets?
0: Uh, he made it to the World Series, but made like a couple of really awful. Like he fell down in center field, uh, yeah. routine pop up. So he's held up as like the the standard of transcendently legendary player who played two years way too long.
1: That's interesting because I mean, so many guys in the NBA have done that. Uh, none of even Jordan couldn't do it. Even Jordan couldn't play. Well, he obviously he dropped fifty on the Knicks immediately when he was with the Wizards, but. Even he couldn't really play that well that long, you know. I mean, Kobe did it, but he was on the same team. But switching a team, Olajuwon couldn't, Ewing couldn't, you know, like Parmalone, like all these these greats just never. But Tom Brady, son of a bitch, <laughs> forty three back in the Super Bowl after the, after the first season with this stupid team. Yeah, and he's very selfish. Uh, <laughs> give somebody else a chance for once, <laughs> you know. Um, it is it is ridiculous. I think this is his tenth or eleventh time mm-hmm. there.
0: Almost Sorry. like loathsomeness is part of Brady's brand at this point. Like he's, he's just decided to lean in at some point to being the heel that everybody wants him to be.
1: Yeah. But that's the thing. Like if, if it wasn't for the MAGA stuff, you'd be like, ah, he's just a cocky. He's not even cocky. He's just like, I don't know. I think people just hate him because he's so good, I guess. But I actually don't because, again, the Giants beat him twice. So I'm like, yeah, hey, whatever, it's Tom Brady. No big deal, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But he's destroyed everybody else in his path. But it's like if it wasn't for the MAGA stuff, you'd just be like, wow, he's just really great. Of course, right, you want to punch him. But now it's just like, oh, I hate you. Yeah. I hate you
0: because of that. Yeah, it, it's like without the MAGA stuff, I think he would be football Derek Jeter, where yeah. he like has the Teflon personality and he just tries not to say anything. Would offend anyone and just keeps yep. winning over and over because he's great and his teammates are surrounded him right. or tend to surround him with greatness. Yeah, and but yeah, when once and and the thing about the mega hat with him was that it was almost like he tried to play it off as not understanding why people would be upset about <laughs> of his buddy yeah. Donald and <laughs> right. him you, acknowledging that he hangs out with a guy running for president as, as if yeah. somehow that surface level. Uh, perception of what that symbol meant was all anybody should care about in the context of football.
1: I mean, think about his, he doesn't have a normal life. And I mean that in he's, he was, he wasn't amazing. Obviously he was a six round pick, I think, which is even more the most craziest thing to think about now end up being the best
0: ever you know and and trying to avenge that is i have i heard about him trying to avenge that no one ever brings that up in like a storyline about his career (laughs) right so it's like motivation
1: (laughs) like not even yeah so like that if that's not enough and then he goes on to be the best ever and then to marry a supermodel (laughs) and then like to have this perfect life it's like he doesn't understand just regular folk probably just doesn't get it like because he's he's the best at what he does his, his wife's the best at what she did. Yeah, so it's like, what what do you guys
0: have to complain about? It's like, how do, how do you get to be the best at supermodel married to a cute quarterback?
1: I mean, just be super hot, I guess. I don't even know. Yeah. I, I, I still love that stupid storyline. Like, oh, yeah, well, Giselle makes more money than him. It's like, well, whatever. I mean, so, so, okay. Okay does she not? i don't know uh, <laughs> like he does so, yeah, he does pretty well i think like people are like, yeah, she makes 100 million a year i'm like i don't know if that's true <laughs> uh i was in the city today and i walked past the victoria's secret closing down the one in herald square hmm. and there was literally i'm not even joking like 200 headless mannequin headless nude mannequins just sitting outside on the street yeah. it looked like a weird improv joke but they're all just yeah. i think it's, i guess they were cleaning out and it looked so i should have taken a picture it was so creepy looking yeah they're they all it, just it's,
0: there the start of a Wes Craven movie from yeah. 1994, good Lord. <laughs> yes. but, uh, and, and you, in terms of your fan relationship to Tom Brady is also, I've, I mean, from the Super Bowls we watched together back when I lived in New York, mm. I remember like back-to-back years where he you wrecked your Super Bowl twice for completely different reasons. Mm, yeah, okay.
1: <laughs> you're where, right.
0: We, we, we were together for the infamous comeback against the Falcons. Yeah. Uh, and I still remember to this day You and our mutual friend, Jeff Cerulli, like Giants and Jets fans united in for the first half of that game, glorying in a New England Super Bowl blowout. Yeah. They were getting
1: getting killed killed by 20 something, I think. Yeah.
0: And you were talking to, I think it was your New England uh, cousin, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Like I remember you sending him texts throughout the first (laughs) and second quarters. Ah, how's it feel? And and all that. (laughs) And then, a certain point in the fourth quarter, the text stopped, <laughs> and the room got quiet.
1: We're like, "Is he really going to rattle off thirty <laughs> straight points?"
0: Uh-huh. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and he did. You know, but yeah, that was that was crazy. I remember my my cousin in Florida. He's um my cousin-in-law. He's like, when they did lose, like the, the next one you going to talk about. When they finally did lose that, he's the guy that like turns his phone off and just sits in the backyard by himself for like four days. He doesn't <laughs> talk to anybody. Like he's that obsessed with
0: Tom Brady, you know? Um, So, yeah. That but then the next one... yeah, that, that is such a New England response. Like, <laughs> if, like, if your team doesn't win, you have to go into total 100% Puritan mode and yeah. think about what you've done and <laughs> committed against Tom. But yeah, as we are saying, and then the very next year, yes. the Patriots are matched up against the Philadelphia Eagles. <sighs> and... I remember you were not not happy about this, but you were pretty much hundred percent team Patriots in that. Yeah,
1: one. because I hate the Eagles more than anything, and I didn't want them to beat uh, get a Super Bowl because that was our first one, and I hate them. I hate right. them.
0: Stand so up. Much. Until that, up until that <laughs> point, the Giants were the only kryptonite that Tom exactly. Brady exactly. Right? It, so. it was it was great. Yeah, and yeah. our
1: mutual our mutual ex friend Jeffs really wore uh, <laughs> a uh, what it was a Nick Foles um, uh, shirt. Oh yeah, um, they they got custom made Nick Foles jerseys.
0: That would be uh, Chicago Bears quarterback legend Nick Foles to you, sir. Yes, (laughs) he started two games this year. I think Uh, that didn't go well. Yeah. Uh, So I I guess the question is, uh, and and you kind of answered it earlier, but are 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 you just 100% anti Tom again now because Patrick Mahomes is the light? Look.
1: Here's the thing. It's so weird. I don't know who I want in this one. I, I I I like the story of Brady winning again for some reason. I don't know why. Because I like when people do stuff like that. I think, but it's it's not even like he's like. Okay, I'm a, a, I'm the biggest Kobe fan, right? And what he did and the way he did things, just was so in so much intensity and hard work and that stuff. It doesn't seem like Tom does that ever. Like we're calling him Tom, like he's our friend. It doesn't look, look like he does that, right? He's just like, I'm just really good at this, <laughs> just naturally. And it's yeah. annoying. But to be that good, and I, it just seems like it'll be cool. It'd be kind of cool if he sort of won his seventh freaking Super Bowl. <laughs> no one's done, no, no one's even come close to that with a, with a new team, all this stuff, right? Um, but then it's like, man, I love Mahomes getting two in a row. What is he, 23, I think, 22 or 23, back to back MVPs. I like that whole story also. Um, gun to my head, I would probably say I'd want Mahomes to win because I, I think they're an ex- they're a super exciting team to watch. First of all, hmm. um, Brady's just like that old school like I'm just gonna throw it and you're gonna catch a touchdown. Mahomes is like watch this, woohoo! You know it's like more fun watching Mahomes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean if I had to, of course I'm gonna pick Mahomes. I think.
0: Yeah. I <laughs> I would probably warn you not to say gun to my head when you're talking about anyone who owns a maga hat at this point. <laughs> they will do it. Yeah, that seems like it's just a good rule for survival. But, uh, <laughs> he acts for it. Does Brady, if he won another the Super Bowl, does that somehow stick it to Belichick in any way? That's a good question. I don't
1: think so because it wasn't really because of him that he left. Maybe it was. I really don't know too much, but it seems like they couldn't eventually. Like I don't know how you do so much together and just eventually it just falls apart. It seemed like it was an organization that kind of went different ways and they didn't want to pay Brady more which I get, he's 43. They didn't know he was going to win another Super Bowl, potentially. But no, I think it's just more like, yeah, Belichick got him to where he was, got him to be the best ever, you know? So it's he couldn't do it with Cam Newton. But uh, so he did it with, with you know, but I don't know. It would be – It, it, it the, 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 does it make Bruce Arians a better coach? Maybe. And, and I don't know. Brady's just that good that it maybe I don't know.
0: How, how perfect is it that uh, Captain Maga QB is now playing for a coach named Arians?
1: It's perfect. It's perfect. It,
0: yeah. <laughs> he, uh, requests, he requested it. <laughs> well, he picked Tampa, it turns out. Yeah. Who knew? Um, so, Patrick Mahomes, like, we discussed yeah. him a bit last year, and I remember none of it. But how did he get to be the transcendent guy of, I guess, the new generation of quarterbacks? Because it's like... As people will occasionally mention in these parts, the Bears picked Mitchell Trubisky instead of yeah. him. Yeah, well, that happens all the time. I mean,
1: um, welcome to the Knicks of your <laughs> fan base. Like, one off? You know, oh, the next guy was the MVP. Whoops. Um, yeah, like like Mahomes is doing what like what what Steph Curry did when Steph was like, well, I'm just gonna shoot threes from anywhere I want and hit, and, and and hit them. Hmm. People, people are like, no, you're not. And he did. It's like, oh shit, that's a thing now. <laughs> you know, that's that's the whole league. Mahomes is throwing sidearm passes like behind the back shit. It's like, it's insane what he can do. Mm. And him and Lamar Jackson are two of the funnest quarterbacks I've ever seen. Just, just to watch play. Cause it's, it's, it's like Mike Vick, but I don't know. It's like, like, like Vick, Vick had an arm. Like you forget how he was an excellent runner, but he could really, he had an arm too. But there's something about watching Mahomes and Lamar Jackson play that it's just like, I've never seen this before. Like QB was just usually like a stiff white dude. That just like oh and just throw it as hard as he could sometimes, but now it's like these guys that are so athletic, um, they've turned into super athletic type of type of just, just kind of like the center and the power forward in basketball now. They're these stretch fours, these athletic guys that run the floor and shoot threes. That was never a thing twenty years ago, and I feel like now QBs are going to be these guys that are part running back, part part QB that 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 they can do anything, you know. So it's really kind of cool to see. I don't know how it happened. I guess he was like that in college. I don't know, but I assume he was but it's really just awesome to watch. Yeah,
0: And when Pat Mahomes throws a touchdown, no dog dies.
1: That's true. That's very true, yes. And his voice is ridiculous also, Pat Mahomes. <laughs> Somebody, you know, my, my, my Robitussin Bear commercial that's still playing, which is great. Somebody the other day tweeted, uh, is Patrick Mahomes the voice of the Robitussin Bear? I saw <laughs> it. And I was like, I've never heard Patrick Mahomes yet. That's an interesting one, but no, it's me. <laughs> like, I like I'll search for Robitussin Bear and see what people are talking about it. Because uh, sure. we, have, we have that weird sort of uh, voice and him.
0: Yeah. You might have a uh, viral video turned into a cameo career ahead of you. If this is the
1: case, <laughs> hey, Sarah Cooper's people, call me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah. is that a sense then that because Patrick Mahomes had a skill set that didn't exactly translate into, I guess, a model that NFL scouts were used to? That some of them kind of missed out on how transcendent he could become.
1: It's impossible to guard too. I think to plan for that. Like now, I guess it's a little easier because we sort of know what he's going to do, but. We kind of know what he can do, but we still don't know when he's gonna do it. But it's like, how do you how do you guard how do you plan a defense for that for a guy that can escape from anything, can run, can throw these crazy passes as he's being sacked, you know what I mean? So it's um I I, I love the story that of how like Brady versus Mahomes you got the greatest ever, and then also versus the future may probably looks like greatest, you know, next greatest ever. If he's a back-to-back MVP at this age. Who's to say he can't win five, six, seven Super Bowls himself if he wins two this weekend? Mm-hmm. If, he, if he wins a second this weekend, you know what I mean? So um, I, I like that story of those two. Like, I don't know how often that happens where it's the best ever going against the up and coming best ever. That's right. pretty rare. That's pretty rare, I guess. Um, Would like, have the,
0: been like the Bulls handing it off to like Kobe's Lakers at the end of their run. Although yeah, but, that kind of reminds me, maybe like, when the magic lakers lost to the bulls in the first time the bulls won the championship is magic, that kind of magic account?
1: against jordan. no because jordan wasn't jordan yet like he he was it was close but it wasn't like i'm going to rip it was obviously they won 3 in a row but it wasn't like i'm going to rip your heart out jordan but
0: mm-hmm.
1: i think i think the second three p was more like it, all right, no one's beaten this guy ever until he <laughs> retires you know um but yeah it's cool to see like the greatest for passing like playing against the guy especially a guy who's half his age for fuck's sake <laughs> you know uh who's who's a current mvp mm-hmm. um that's and and the and the greatest is still playing at you know 90 percent goat level anyway mm-hmm. so. at
0: this age or as i call it the age i like to hit on yeah. <laughs> guilty son <laughs> uh so let's talk a little bit about how it's going to feel watching this weird weird-ass mm-hmm. Super Bowl. Can Tampa Bay have a home field advantage? Because that's the thing about this year. Can they have it when they're only letting twenty two thousand fans in the building?
1: <laughs> are you being sarcastic right there?
0: A little bit, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, are people gonna behave? I doubt it. I don't know. Um still twenty-two thousand is a lot. I think I think it's gonna it's gonna help a lot to, to see that and hear that. Um
0: like, I, hate, I, I don't think of Tampa just in normal times as like a place that people fear to play.
1: No, unless I, unless that pirate ship starts firing cannons into the fields, <laughs> that's dangerous. Uh, the, that's the best stadium prop ever, though. I think. Yeah, Come on, like, I mean, who's gonna who's gonna beat that? Shay's got that stupid apple that pops up. <laughs> Come on, this is this is a this is a full on pirate ship shooting cannons. <laughs> that's incredible. If, if um, Apple
0: had like an exploding applesauce cannon out the top. Maybe we could top <laughs>
1: there you it. go. Sponsored by Mott's.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's got i hate. I hate the fake uh, pumped-in noise. I think it's so stupid in every sport that we've done. Like when they pump in noise, so, like you cheers through the speaker. I think it's it, so silly.
0: It was so awkward to watch in last baseball season that because you would see something good happen, you'd hear the noise of people going nuts, and then you just look and see empty seats, and you right. like. Who do you think
1: you're fooling? Yeah, yeah. It's like, is it for the home crowd? Who's are we? That dumb also? Like, yeah. I don't know. Like people watching it on TV. Yeah, good thing, good thing. <laughs> and who's the guy who has like a just a soundboard of uh, ooh, okay, uh, foul, uh, disagree, <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> you know, like who? What kid is sitting there with a soundboard like? uh I I pushed the wrong button. I was supposed to cheer there.
0: (laughs) And is there an option for asshole? (laughs) Right, asshole. Right,
1: you're missing that fun stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Um. So, twenty-two grand. I mean, it's it's gonna help, obviously. I think, but um, I'm sure there'll be some Chiefs fans there too, though.
0: So, yeah, It, uh. it was noticeable in baseball when they did bring people in for the championship series and the World Series in the postseason that. It felt really? like, oh, this actually kind of sounds real. Yeah. And there were enough Dodger fans to like make it make some noise when the team was rallying like that. But I gotta tell you, and this this was such a goddamn baseball thing. The first playoff game where they had fans back was game one of the NLCS. And it was the Dodgers and the Braves, which meant the first batter coming up before the game had even started, the first game with fans in the stands, and the first thing you heard the tomahawk chop <laughs> we can't have nice things
1: <laughs> nope What? what's the big deal <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we've been doing it forever people like it
0: yeah how long have the Chiefs fans been doing that racist chance you, you know
1: it's crazy yeah. that the Chiefs really flew under the radar with the whole redskins thing they were just yeah. they were, i think they just they were just kind of just like
0: uh no what what, what? <laughs> oh,
1: no no not us we're we're fine
0: Shh. it's like, a fire chief
1: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. What we got? I'm a fire chief. A bunch of guys (laughs) with mustache and suspenders. Um, Yeah, I don't know how they kind of like escaped from that. Because is it as bad as Washington's name? Of course not. A chief was a symbol of respect, I guess. Right. Mm -hmm. So I guess that's in one way that's all right. Arrowhead is an actual thing. The Arrowhead Stadium. So. (laughs) it wasn't be being offensive redskins is legit super offensive yeah.
0: redskins uh, is a slur chiefs is still white people yeah. appropriating which yeah we should still... we
1: should keep saying redskins uh no.
0: yeah. <laughs> but, yeah yeah well, no it's football you, team
1: yeah the, the chiefs uh they they kind of Got out of that without being in trouble. And I even said, I even brought up like, what about the Chiefs and Braves? Like, is anybody? No, we're good with that? Okay. That's
0: fine.
1: One at a time, America. One at a time. Geez, yeah. we can't. Yeah,
0: the, the Braves are kind of flying under their own radar because the Indians are going to be changing their name after this year. And the Braves are no, oh, of, oh, yeah, them too. Yeah. yeah, don't notice us, please. Although there, is, there was a thing two years ago in the playoffs when they were playing the Cardinals where the Cardinals had a relief pitcher who uh, of Native American ancestry. And in, after game one, when they played the chop and the fans were doing it, uh, the media asked him about it. And he said, yeah, that's really offensive, actually. <laughs> and the Braves were like, what? What? Oh, well, then we'll stop playing the organ then. That'll <laughs> solve it.
1: Speaking of uh, fans um, in um, Atlanta, that, that, that stupid lady who was yelling at LeBron the other night. Did you see this?
0: I saw it on Twitter, yeah. That-
1: Awful. First, she's one of the most disgusting people I've ever seen. And like the, and and they, and they found the husband's Instagram who keeps he has a lot of really borderline racist stuff about LeBron, and you know me, world's biggest LeBron hater, mm-hmm. and they're making me love him during this <laughs> I'm totally on his side, obviously because they're just disgusting people. She's like if you yell at my husband again, I'm going to fuck you up. Like she yelled like right in LeBron's face. It's like, why, how white are you? <laughs> awful to say that. She's like, I'm 25. People are just like, you're not 25.
0: You look <laughs> awful.
1: You know, uh, just two of the worst people in the world. Just two, like the grossest
0: white people. You know what I mean? Just like, ugh, like you don't yeah. deserve anything nice. Did she ask to see LeBron's manager? <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah.
1: Where's Taron Lou? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, but, but the fans do ruin a lot of things.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I guess is the benefit of of electronic crowd noise is there's very little of that.
1: uh, (laughs) Some guys are pushing like the N-word button over and over again. (laughs) It's like, yeah, there's like real fans in Utah.
0: Yeah, this is great. The only button there is in St. Louis. (laughs) <laughs> Always comes back to Cardinal fan slams. Thank you for setting me up with that.
1: <laughs> They're like, boss, just in case, I got to put the N-word button in here. You never know when these guys are going to do something I don't like.
0: <laughs> Best racists in baseball. That's who they are.
1: <clears throat> Apparently, a lot, of, a lot of NBA players hate playing in Utah, too, because of that. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, 이게,
1: yeah, there's been a lot of problems. Like Westbrook got into a fight. A couple people have gotten into fights in Utah. Yeah, shibu- it's with, weird I,
0: I read about that and up until that point i'd always assumed like utah jazz fans were you know like typical mormons where right. yeah of course there's racism but it, there's the veneer of niceness
1: well and, they they do believe some crazy stuff so they're not the brightest folk
0: a little bit yeah
1: and if they're mormon um, listening to this i actually i was gonna say that's amish amish don't listen to podcasts <laughs> uh, same thing <laughs> but, uh,
0: if we sprinkle caffeine on it maybe that'll, that'll joke work i'm trying to help it's what i do <laughs> Uh, let's uh finish up with this. Um, as a representative of the Outsports Podcast Network with a Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the Super Bowl, I gotta bring this up. Uh, why can't they bring back Bucko Bruce? Who's Bucko Bruce? Bucko Bruce is the uh helmet logo from their creamsicle uniform days. Oh, okay, you picture yeah. that of the swashbuckler with the porn star mustache.
1: Yeah, I'm looking at it now. Yep,
0: top hat Looks and like a three and musketeers.
1: Look at three musketeers! This guy,
0: yeah. As uh, Outsports co-founder Jim Buzinski wrote in an article a few years ago, he called it hands down the gayest logo in NFL and maybe sports history.
1: Look at this guy! And, he's like he's like tie me up with your with,
0: with my knife and mm. and an uh, SNM dream come true.
1: It really is. Yep, yep. <laughs> His name was Bucko. I didn't even know it was Bucko Bruce.
0: I was unaware until I saw that story as well. But yeah, Bucko Bruce is like the cherry on top of that very very gay Sunday.
1: Yeah, that's of course. I'm looking now. Someone made an Etsy shirt with Tom Brady's face as Bucko Bruce. Naturally, uh, which is uh, which cause is because he's gay, yeah. super gay. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know what? That, that's a, it's a cool logo. I like this guy. Yeah, I and like Buckle Bruce. Like, look, look at that feather, man. Jeez. Yeah, I mean, like, how
0: many <laughs> other pro sports teams would just kind of lean into it like that? Right. Like, like every bar, like whenever the Tampa Bay Buccaneers would come to play, like every bar in Boystown. Should be decked out in Bucko Bruce because that's supporting our community like that. I love it.
1: Yeah, we we, we need more gay logos. Like here's the uh, here's a Kansas City cum shots coming to town this week. <laughs> just a just a splurt, you know. That'd be great.
0: <laughs> I uh, I hesitate to think what the chant for that would be.
1: <laughs> oh god, uh, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna do it. Just what a little jerk off motion, I guess.
0: I don't know. <laughs> uh, and you know, honestly. Compared to racism, I would take the cum shots, jerk off motion in a heartbeat. Oh hell
1: yeah! I mean, I just seen eighty thousand people doing that. That'd be amazing. <laughs> that'd be great. It would get anybody off. Like um, uh,
0: yeah, like. Um, <laughs>
1: you know, what I want to talk about too, uh, real quick because I feel like. Mahomes, How do we
0: segue from that into this? Let's go. Yeah,
1: sure. So come shots, right? Um, <laughs> no, so I think Mahomes teammates like absolutely adore playing with him and for him. I think which is great. Brady's teammates clearly, I think, love playing for him. Um, the Bucs beat the Packers, beat the you know in the divisional round, um, and I think nobody hates their teammates more in any sport than Aaron Rodgers. Mm. Um, it is so funny to watch how mad he gets when they mess up. <laughs> uh, he gives them looks, he yells at them, like with this with this look of disgust, and you don't really see that many times in football, or really a lot of sports. like Sometimes they'll be like, come on, man, next time we got this. But he will look at them like, you fucking asshole. You're Jeez. off this team as soon as this game's over. You are- and it's so funny to watch. And it's kind of funny that Rodgers, as good as he is, has only won one Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's sad because he's great but it's like he hates playing with his teammates and i don't think i don't think he's a very good teammate to be honest because of the the hatred he feels for these for these people
0: when they mess up so the second anything goes wrong it's almost like he looks at them and goes don't you understand i'm a legend I'm a, dis- a legend <laughs> seriously you're ruining this for me
1: discount double check come on <laughs> that's yeah.
0: fascinating because uh I did a book review about a year ago. Uh, do you know the name Ryan O'Callaghan by any chance? I don't think so. Am I related He was to an it? offensive lineman with the Patriots during, I want to say their first Brady dynasty. Okay. And he was severely closeted. Uh, wow. He didn't come out until after playing, if I remember his story right. And he was friends with Aaron Rodgers from back in their Cal days. And it's, I, it's off the top of my head, I don't remember exactly what had happened, but there was a moment in the book where he thought Rogers was going to be there for him like as a friend and as a teammate. And then Rogers kind of didn't acknowledge him publicly. Hmm. Uh, It might've been shortly after he came out. I don't remember off the top of my head, forgive me for this, Sid. Uh, But, uh, but to, to your point, like that's a moment where he could have come through for his teammate at a time where the guy, like not in football wise, real life wise, needed him the most and he
1: wasn't there. Yeah, football's such a tough, like, hey, there's nobody gay in this sport. There's only 1,500 of us. Yeah, We're all straight as an arrow. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. no, come on. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I feel be. for people like O'Callaghan, who yeah. you know, had to endure years of, and he talks about it a lot. And it's a really good book, by the way, too, uh, mm-hmm. co-written by our co-founder, Sid Ziegler. Mm-hmm. And it's... Um, Zig
1: Ziegler, the sales guy?
0: Sid, Sid Ziegler. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's uh, slightly different, I hope.
1: Uh, <laughs> five I, tips to sell your best uh, cause this weekend
0: i will suggest that to him as a nickname the sid <laughs> not zit not zig Ziggler. <laughs> zig Ziggler. get it out of my mouth man agreed um but it's the book is a very harrowing because it's it yeah. goes into like details and it's it's kind of scary how depression r- ripped him at the same time as he was as he felt he couldn't speak his truth to the people who knew him best professionally. Uh, That's cr-
1: take that Aaron Rodgers you piece of shit yeah yeah should have stepped uh, up
0: yeah <laughs> yeah. so uh, I guess from there anything else to plug while well, I still got you here want to plug uh, the show one more time
1: I want to plug the Super Bowl this Sunday uh, February yeah. 7th
0: <laughs> Yeah, check yeah, out play- playable characters extravaganza
1: yeah playable characters podcast episode 200 on Monday February
0: the weekend <laughs> oh
1: yeah how do you feel about the weekend are you, are you a fan I, I don't really know too much of his stuff but
0: the, yeah the song they play when they plug the halftime show is good
1: yeah right you hear it a lot it's like okay yeah i guess he's good he's obviously popular but yeah yeah you know i heard that they asked chris rock to do it once um to come and do like a couple minutes during the during the during the janet jackson uh, nipple year (laughs) Uh, and and he turned it down obviously but he was Uh supposed to just do like two minutes and it's like why like and he he, and he was like it would be it would be a cool picture it would be cool to say you did it it would look amazing but there's no way you could have done well there like
0: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) you know, there's no way that gig could work.
1: No, even the best ever Chris Rock, you know, arguably, but I don't know how he even could have made that work.
0: Chris Rock, I don't think plays arenas like he still plays theaters because he understands you have to have some level of intimacy to make it work.
1: Oh, a lot of white boys on this field tonight. Yeah, so what like what would he say? I don't know, right?
0: Uh, like your description of that. Like I assume they would have had him come out like at the beginning to introduce like Timberlake and Jackson.
1: Maybe. Yeah. I
0: really want their plan to have been for him to come out at the end. Just to follow that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. I saw a titty.
1: <laughs> I saw a Jackson titty. Yeah. That's a very good impression, yeah. I just did. Uh, Hi, my goodness.
0: This has been every bit as entertaining as it's always. seeing Jackson Titty. I guess right. we'll end with that. How about that? I was
1: that? the best city in the biz back then.
0: <laughs> you are one of the best <laughs> friends in the biz, sir. Hey, pal. Love you.